Hello and welcome to Locked On St. Louis Cardinals, your daily podcast covering all things Cardinals baseball, brought to you live from Bush Stadium today. My name is Jeff Jones, joined by Brendan Schaefer. Brendan, uh, it should have been, so far, a fun weekend against the Cubs, but a little bit of a pall cast last night. Yeah, the, uh, the, the way the game turned out was great for the Cardinals. Couldn't have been more exciting and everything, but... Uh, definitely kind of hard to enjoy that, knowing uh, the, the situation that developed with the Yadier Molina after uh, 102-mile-per-hour Jordan Hicks fastball was, uh, you know, fouled right off into the, the groin area of Yadi. Didn't look good when it happened, and as we found out this morning, uh, it, it, it got worse from there. Yeah, so the first two games in this series uh, played out basically about as well as the Cardinals could have hoped for with the uh, with the win on Friday night and then the dramatic walk-off win yesterday afternoon. You have the emotion of the home run. You have Colton Wong uh, with a pretty classic post-game interview celebrating uh, that celebrating that walk-off and enjoying, I think, uh, reveling a little bit in, in bothering the number of Cubs fans who have been in attendance at Busch Stadium here over the weekend. But yeah, as you mentioned, the Cardinals dealing uh, with – a fair amount of injury here over the weekend. On Friday night, Dominic Leone goes down with what's now being described as a nerve problem uh, in his right biceps. On Friday evening, they described it first as a cramp and then as tightening, uh, and then later determined that it was a, it's a nerve issue, and Leone was placed in the DL today. And then three Cardinals leaving the game yesterday due to injury. Tommy Pham in the second leaving the game with the recurrence of that right groin tightness uh, that had bothered him earlier in the season that apparently he had never really fully recovered from and, and so uh, he was replaced with Harrison Bader early in yesterday's game. Then as you mentioned you have the big one, the situation with Yadier Molina, where he takes a uh, takes a foul ball into what the Cardinals are calling the uh, the pelvic region. I think is how the Cardinals have have opted to describe it. I, you know, and and, and Brendan, you know this from being down here at the park. It's going to be, I think, kind of a, a strange day while we uh, listen to you know two dozen people try to avoid saying the word testicle. I think. Uh, for a large portion of the day, uh, officially described as pelvic injury with traumatic hematoma for Yadier Molina, which lands him on the DL as well. And then Bud Norris with a cramp in his uh, in his right forearm yesterday, which took him out of the game. So it's been uh, a game, or, or a series, I should say, of attrition for the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, definitely. The, I mean, we all saw what happened with Yadier Molina, so like you mentioned, kind of going to be funny to, to hear uh, the, the phraseology that is that is used over the next few hours uh, when the media gets a chance to talk to some players here coming up, uh, but definitely nothing funny about the situation for Molina. And they say initially, uh, you know, they think he'll miss maybe a month or so. Kind of hard to, to tell necessarily what the recovery process might be like for that. But yeah, beyond him, and, and we'll see Carson Kelly, of course, get the bulk of the opportunity behind the plate. So, uh, you know, on one hand, excited to see what he's able to do. Uh, but as you mentioned, other areas of the roster, I think the bullpen especially is, is going to be interesting to see how that kind of unfolds because. With Tommy Pham, I feel pretty confident what Harrison Bader's been able to do, uh, that he can fill in fine out in center field. But I'm interested to see kind of how they manage it as far as the bullpen's concerned because, it, like you mentioned, there's a few guys that, that you lose from from that, and, and guys, especially in, in Bud Norris, who you've trusted with a big role. So now it's kind of, all right, what do we see out of Greg Holland, who was able to pick up the slack uh, with some of these other pitchers out? 
Yeah, in the case of Pham and Norris, they were both going to be reevaluated when they got to the park today. Uh, Mike Myers was recalled overnight uh, to, to accommodate for Leone going on the disabled list. Myers being the recall is interesting. Uh, my, my assumption is that it's Myers because he's likely to be on the roster for only one day. John Gant is the scheduled starter for tomorrow's game against the Twins and will need to be recalled in order to make that start. And so it stands to reason that Myers would, would have the one day up and then back down for Gant. Uh, I was under the impression that that John Brebbia was, in fact, in St. Louis as of yesterday afternoon. Uh, I was expecting him to be added to the roster. That he wasn't makes me wonder if perhaps they're more concerned about Bud Norris than they've let on so far. I know Norris talked to Joe Trezza from MLB.com yesterday, and Joe was tweeting about it and said that Norris thinks that he's going to be okay, just takes a couple of days to work it out, probably won't need to DL. But uh, my, my supposition, at least, is that they might be holding Brebbia back in case they were looking for uh, you know a longer term stint of him being with the club 10 days or so than they might otherwise have for Mike Myers. And, and you're right that that's going to be a really difficult challenge for the bullpen to handle. Setting aside the save opportunities, uh, Bud Norris is second in the National League in appearances so far this season. The Cardinals are using Bud Norris frequently in a number of roles uh, and to get them out of some difficult spots. And so without him being available, that's going to be a, a big challenge for them to overcome. Yeah, and it's not so surprising either to hear Bud Norris say, no, I don't think I'll need a DL stint, yeah, I'll be fine. Because when you consider the fact that he, you know, the, the team certainly was not anticipating him uh, thrust into the kind of role that he's filled over the first month month plus of the season, uh, you know, he, he doesn't want to give any of that up at this point. In addition to Norris not wanting to give any of that up, I think that there's just really not uh, an obvious solution for the Cardinals at the back end of the bullpen in a world where, Bud Norris is suddenly unavailable. I, I think that the biggest concern they've had, at least from from a from a personnel perspective in the bullpen in the early going, has been uh, Greg Holland and his relative lack of success in in, in, in his most recent outings. Now he did pitch well earlier this weekend against the Cubs, so maybe that's a sign of things moving in the right direction, and maybe the Cardinals will be able to harness that uh, and utilize Holland for the role that they had in mind when they when they when they signed in this offseason. but. Uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be difficult for them to plug those pieces together and 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 create uh, the sort of consistent bullpen strategy that Mike Matheny is is well renowned for wanting to utilize. Now, the other thing that the Cardinals are going to be struggling with, at least in this evening's game, and perhaps in part. Uh, in that series against the Minnesota Twins, that two-game series which starts tomorrow, is just simply the rate of use uh, of guys on the roster. You know, we mentioned that Mike Myers got the recall for today's game. Uh, he's likely to go back tomorrow for John Gant in order to be in order for Gant to be recalled to be utilized as the starter in tomorrow night's game. But the, uh, the, the the question the Cardinals are going to have to answer is who's going to fill in those innings in the meantime. The Cardinals used 20 players on their active roster in yesterday's game against the Cubs. Dominic Leone was obviously not used. He was injured, and while he was technically on the active roster, uh, was certainly not available for use in that game. They did not use Miles Michaelis, who was Friday night's starter. They did not use Michael Waka, who was tonight's starter. And they didn't use uh, Sam Tuivalala or Luke Gregerson, who would have been the last two guys out of the bullpen. Everyone else saw at least some action in that game, including Carlos Martinez, who batted as a pinch hitter in the sixth inning because the Cardinals were struggling with, uh, with, with dealing with a short bench. The Cardinals, you know, with 
having to uh, to balance out this fifth starter rule with Adam Wainwright still on the DL. He's pitching a rehab start in Springfield tomorrow. Uh, but with that with with that being said, with only four starters on the roster, the Cardinals have still maintained a 13 pitcher alignment here over the last week, and so it's been nine arms in the bullpen, and the Cardinals have needed every one of them. Uh, Tuivalala has yet to get back into a game since he was activated, so that's that's someone to watch and someone certainly who this evening I would think would be at the top of the list for usage. Uh, Gregerson came into Friday night's game after Dominic Leone had to leave suddenly. Gregerson was the choice to re-enter. So, you know, I, I think balancing what they have on the roster with what their needs are going to be for the bench is, is a real challenge for this team right now. I don't really know what the solution to that problem is. Tyler O'Neill played last night for Memphis and is playing today, so clearly he's not on the list to be at least immediately recalled. Uh, Jairo Munoz had a hot start in spring training but didn't do a lot with his opportunities when he was here. Uh, and hasn't done a lot at Memphis either to sort of prove that he needs to be recalled. And so uh, part of that puzzle, I think, is definitely going to be the way that Tommy Pham responds today once he shows up to the ballpark uh, and, and, and has treatment and is worked on by the team. That will go, I think, a long way toward determining what the Cardinals need to do with the bench. But, I, you know, playing with the short bench has, has really, I think, raised some difficult challenges here in the early going. We, you know, we were talking about Guthini in the post game yesterday, and the decision was made, as I mentioned, to have Carlos Martinez bat in the sixth inning uh, for Ryan Sheriff. And the thought there being that the Cardinals at that point really only had Francisco Pena and Jed Jerko remaining on the bench because Greg Garcia was utilized in a pinch-hitting spot in the fourth for Luke Weaver. Uh, and then you had to have Harrison Bader come into the game to replace Tommy Pham in the second. And so the Cardinals sort of not being willing uh, to risk losing Francisco Pena off their bench and leaving themselves exposed, all of a the sudden found themselves in a spot where they had to have their, you know, I guess, best available hitting pitcher uh, up there to take hacks. And look, having a pitcher take a pinch hit at bat at any point in a game is suboptimal, but when Carlos Martinez is your best option, uh, it's a little worse than suboptimal. Martinez, his one home run this season notwithstanding, has not been a good hitter historically throughout his career. That's not a guy who the Cardinals are eager to see at the plate with a bat in his hands, but without Adam Wainwright on the active roster, he was he was the best they had. Uh, but, you know, we, we were talking to Athene in the postgame and asking him if Francisco Pena had been the choice there, if he had been used as a pinch hitter there in the sixth inning and the rest of the game played out identically with Yadier Molina being injured in the ninth, uh, what would the Cardinals have done in that circumstance? And, and Matheny, frankly, didn't know the answer. And I can't blame him for that because that's such an extreme circumstance. And, you and you know, you, you can never anticipate, obviously, uh, the kind of situation the Cardinals had to deal with yesterday with Yadier Molina. But that's, that's the entire reason that they are so hesitant to utilize that backup catcher. And if that's the case, that, that's fine. And yesterday it certainly paid off because, you know, Matheny was – Partially, he was he was definitely kidding when he said that they would still be out there waiting for Molina to catch his breath. But I think he was partially kidding uh, when he was talking about you know the way he would have had to move the, his players around. But it probably would have resulted in Miles Michaelis playing left field and Marcelo Zuna playing first base and Jose Martinez catching. And that's a that's a difficult scenario for the Cardinals to have to dream up. And and and, and so when that possibility exists then I think you have to do everything you can to make sure you're covered. And, you know, even though there are innings that may be a challenge to have pitched here over the next few days, the bigger challenge, I think, is going to be making sure that you're not pushing Tommy Pham too hard and that, you're, that you have enough players available to, to finish out a full game 
and, and provide for the offense. Because I think uh, one of the problems with this injury to Tommy Pham, and, and, and Matheny was, I, I wouldn't say candid about this, but seemed to imply yesterday that Pham had not been entirely honest, I, I think, with the training staff in terms of how he was feeling with his recovery. I, I think that, you know, Tommy Pham is a guy who as su- is such a competitor that he wants to be on the field at all times, and I don't think he was in a position where he was willing to concede that maybe he needed treatment when he did need that treatment. And so uh, for Pham to, uh, to, to, to maybe be down here over the next few days is going to create a situation where the Cardinals are going to have to make sure they have the bodies on the bench necessary to give Tommy Pham days off when needed. Now, you know, as this series wraps up against the Cubs, I, I think that one thing that we can definitely take from it is that it is a positive for the Cardinals to have this early season success uh, against the Chicago Cubs. Last season, they won one series against the Cubs from between May 12th and 14th. They won they, they won two of three, took two of three from the Cubs. And, and so uh, that changing this year would go a long way towards uh, a, a better end of the season for the Cardinals. Benjamin Hockman of the Post-Dispatch had a column this morning where he noted that the Cardinals and the Cubs had identical records last season in games where they weren't playing each other. And then the Cardinals uh, were 4-15 and 15 against the Cubs, and that was it. That was the full span of the difference between the two in the standings and, and the full span of what kept the Cardinals out of the playoffs last season. And so playing better against the Cubs will go uh, a, certainly a long way toward making sure the Cardinals are in much better position to be competing for a playoff spot. There, there, there's been, I think, a lot of talk at the ballpark this weekend especially. And, you know, in, in the week leading up to this, you had the sort of strange week with the off day Monday and Thursday. Then you had the very, very brief two-game set against the White Sox where you had a night game and followed by a day game. And so it, it, it felt like a lot of this week was just preamble to the series against the Cubs. And I, I think that the Cardinals felt that. You know, there, there, there were questions asked throughout the week uh, about the attitude going into this series and, and how much weight they put on this sort of early season matchup. And, and look, they, the Cardinals were, were fairly diligent in making sure that they were clear that a series is a series and they don't put too much weight on any individual game and, and you know, they're focused on their every night. But it was clear that this series is meaningful. And I think you saw that yesterday uh, with the way that Colton Wong reacted to that walk-off home run. And, and, and so... Making sure that they don't get too uh, too far out over their skis, I guess, needs to be balanced with letting this energy sort of wrap itself up uh, and, and take this team somewhere. Because Matt Carpenter mentioned this on, on Friday night, and, and has mentioned it throughout the year, that he has a strong belief that this may be uh, the most talented Cardinals team that he's played on. It's, I mean, it's an interesting quote when you consider that he was, at least for a while, on that 2011 team that won the World Series. He was on those teams in 2012 and 13 and 14 and 15 that were playing in the playoffs and playing in the NLCS and in 13 playing in a World Series. Those were some uh, those were some really good teams. Those are teams that have banners hanging up around here for division championships and for NL pennants. And, and, and so uh, for Matt Carpenter to have that belief and for it to be backed up by Yadier Molina and backed up by, by Mike Matheny, it does, I think, show... Uh, the level to which this team can rise. And, you know, you can make a fairly compelling argument that the Cardinals have not played really all that well here in the early going. As they go into uh, this last game of the series against the Cubs, the Cardinals are 19-12, and and they have uh, three regulars in, in 
Dexter Fowler and Matt Carpenter and Marcelo Zuna, and frankly four, if we're counting Colton Wong, who are hitting sort of well below uh, where where their career numbers would suggest that they should be. I, I mentioned this yesterday, and Marcelo Zuna had the game-tying two-run double in the ninth yesterday, uh, certainly probably the second biggest hit of the game behind Colton Wong's walk-off. But Marcelo Zuna has not hit a home run at Bush Stadium this season. He has not hit uh, a home run at all since April 12th. We're coming up now on, you know, it's three full weeks uh, since Marcelo Zuna has hit any kind of home run. And and so it is, I think, and I, maybe concerning is too strong a word, but it is, I think, revealing that the Cardinals maybe do have an extra gear. And there is more depth to this lineup uh, that, that can showcase itself. And the Cardinals could put themselves in a position to, to more forcefully grab a spot at the top of the division. Because the thing about watching these Cubs over the weekend as well is that uh, they look fairly ordinary. You know, I was reading a story uh, that Patrick Mooney wrote for The Athletic this weekend where he was he was, he was was describing basically that exact process that the Cubs have some warts, uh, you know, that, that Darvish and, and, and Quintana uh, and Tyler Chatwood, who yesterday was extremely wild, uh, have not been able to eat innings the way the Cubs need them to. Chatwood has faced the Cardinals twice now, and in each game has put seven Cardinals on base for free. In the first game, the first game at Wrigley, it was a seven-walk performance. Yesterday it was five walks, and he hit Colton Wong twice. And, and, and so with... All of those questions in the rotation and with all the shuffling in their batting order, you know, Anthony Rizzo hit a home run yesterday, but he's been off to a very slow start. Uh, the Cubs lineup for this evening has been posted. Wilson Contreras is leading off tonight for the Cubs. They're definitely they're definitely reaching. They're looking for solutions in the same way, I think, that the Cardinals did for a large portion of last season, where the Cardinals maybe looked at their roster and thought that they were underachieving and had a hard time figuring out what the solution was uh, that, that moved them from underachieving to achieving what they needed to. And so this year's Cardinals, I think, are also underachieving to this point, but may be able to put themselves in a position where, can, where they, can, they can step up uh, and really seize this division. And I think if they were able to go out tonight and sweep the Cubs, that would be a dramatic statement. You know, you, again, you don't want to put too much emphasis in any one game or any one series, but a Sunday night baseball game against the Cubs a game where Yadier Molina is is you know that, that's it's the first game of him going to be out for at least a four week stretch. If the Cardinals were to go out tonight and make that kind of statement, I think it goes a long way toward establishing them uh, in the the order, I guess, in the Central Division where they see themselves and where they most want to be. That's going to wrap up today's Locked On St. Louis Cardinals. You may have noticed that we uh, we lost Brendan part of the way through there. Had a little bit of a challenge getting together this afternoon. Uh, the uh, the spot we usually have staked out here inside of Bush, uh, apparently there were tours this afternoon, and so we were sort of running around and trying to find the right spot and everything. So I appreciate you sticking with us. Uh, I appreciate you listening for sure. As always, make sure you subscribe. Uh, make sure you leave us some comments. We'd be happy to read those as well. Going to be ramping up, I think, some more audience involvement here uh, over the next couple of weeks early in the season. I I think there's been a lot of us sort of feeling out each other's schedule and feeling out the Cardinal schedule and getting ourselves into a rhythm here. So we hope you've been enjoying for sure. <coughs> excuse me, all the things that you've heard so far from the podcast. If you have questions, if you have if you have suggestions, happy to hear them. You can either email them to lockedonstlcardinals at gmail.com or you can tweet them at me. I'm at JM Jones or at lockedonstl. We will be able to get them in any of those spots. So again, 
thank you for listening. Uh, it's been a busy weekend here at the ballpark, and tonight's game should be, I think, a really interesting uh, climax to what's been a complicated and, and difficult series so far for these Cardinals. For Brendan Schaefer, my name is Jeff Jones, and this has been Locked On St. Louis Cardinals.